It's time to get bit by 8-Bit. Stop it! You're acting like a child! Bit by 8-Bit. Look, there comes one of them now. Hey everybody, welcome to the BXAB Podcast. I'm your host, Jay. And this is Charles. Stop running around the studio, <laughs> we're recording. I can't help it. And so much pie. Anyways, we're listening to <laughs> episode 96 of the BXAB podcast. 96. You know what came out in 96? NHL 96. Uh, was there an NHL 96? It probably came out in 95, but it yes. Probably came out in 95. <laughs> the, are you ready for this? NHL 97. This is going to make you feel really old. I doubt it. The Tamagotchi came out in 96. Okay, I'm old. Yep. I knew it would make you feel old. I mean, and something else called the N64, but that was besides the fact. Eh, yeah, but I never owned a Tamagotchi, <laughs> Tamag- and I wanted really? one. Really? I couldn't get one. They were sold out across the world. I had a Tamagotchi, and a friend of mine who went to the Detroit Science Museum and lost it Ooh, in that's the museum. Rough. That's that rough. Tamagotchi probably still in that museum. died from poop. Now, what I wanted was the original Digimon before it had a show and everything. It was the Tamagotchi. It was made by the same people that made Tamagotchi, but you could battle them. Bandai made the Tamagotchi. Yeah. I had a I had the ripoff uh, the ripoff kitty cat. What? It was a cat. Yeah, that's dumb. No, it was there was one even worse, and I'm gonna call him out because he's not here to defend himself. <laughs> the Pikachu? Nope. Oh. Jazzy had one too. He couldn't get a Tamagotchi because again they were sold out everywhere. He got a they were called nano pets or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, I remember yeah. those. Nano yep. pets. I had the cat. <laughs> Jazzy had Nano Baby. It legitimately oh, was no. a baby. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yep, mm. that was Jazzy. He had Nano Baby. Oh, God. <laughs> let's, uh, baby. let's find a way to get onto his PlayStation and change his name to Nano Baby. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> also, the Game Boy Pocket came out that year. so That's a solid year. That is a solid year. Game Boy Pocket is the same year as N64. It just feels odd. Yeah. When you think of that, that means that was pre-color then, right? Yeah, wow. All right, well, guys, uh, episode 96, and we want to thank our sponsor, the Detroit Beard Collective. So if you have face fur and you want it to look good, you need to go to DetroitBeardCollective.com. Jay, let me ask you. Theoretically, if someone in this room were getting married in June and wanted their beard to look extra nice, what would they do? Are you throwing me a surprise wedding? (laughs) Damn it, Even Why did you ruin that? Oh, man. For for a real answer here, you probably would want to go visit DetroitBeardCollective.com, and on top of that, you'd want to use the code BX8B because you're spending so much money on your wedding that you'd want to save 20% on all orders over $25 with the code BX8B. I know I sort of asked in a hypothetical sense, but hey, guys, I'm getting married. Do you want to come to my wedding in June? I'm going to think about oh, it. It's, it's questionable. It's not a surprise wedding for me? No. no well, then I'm no. not coming. <laughs> yeah. All right, DetroitBeardCollector.com. I'll be going there to uh, get some beard supplies so my beard will be nice for my wedding. Rub it in, why don't you? Gosh. I'm going to rub it in. All right, guys. Well, (laughs) thanks to our sponsor, and uh, we want to remind you that our shows air every Tuesday and Thursday. So, BXAP Podcast on Tuesdays. This show. This show. And then The Legend of Retro, our retro podcast on Thursdays. This show. No. Damn it. No, you you got it wrong. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) And you can find those on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, and, of course, BXAP.com. So... 
So if you listen to podcasts, we're probably already where you listen to podcasts. That's right. And you should make sure to like us, share us, follow us, poop on us, whatever the button says that you can do to us, poop do it. Poop emoji button? I hope there's a poop do emoji it. button on iTunes. If you listen to BXAP for one second and don't share it with your friends, you're a thief and you're stealing from us by not promoting and sharing with your friends. Lawyers will be reaching out to you shortly. No. I've just checked this all and it's all fact. <laughs> you got to share us with your friends because <laughs> yeah. if you're not, you're greedy Bird and you're law. stealing from us. Bird law. Yeah, and with that being said, we want to talk about a very special, very special event coming up. My secret wedding? About a month? About a month. About yeah. a month. It is it's about surpri- a month it is away. My surprise wedding, right? No, it's episode 100. <laughs> That's right, guys. The BXAP podcast will hit episode 100 in about a month. And we just want to kind of start promoting that all week long of our episode 100 week, we're going to have some really cool giveaways. We're going to have a bunch of a bunch of cool just stuff going on on our social media pages. So we're you, doing it big. We're getting a bounce house. We're going to have pony rides. We're going we're gonna to run it like Marvel and DC. We're going to start all over at zero, and we're going to retell our whole backstory. That's right, and it's going to be full of blackjack and hookers. That's right. None of that might happen. I just heard from the producer that we can't have blackjack or hookers. Maybe just hookers. Cotton candy? Cotton candy hookers. Oh. Yeah. It's okay. That's a sweet sex doll right there. <laughs> so, guys, keep up. Make sure you're following BX8B Gaming. Again, BX8B Gaming, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You want to follow us everywhere because we are going to be giving away things like uh, Link Wolf Amiibo or Wolf Link Amiibo, whichever way I said that wrong. One of those ways was right. Yes. And then we're going to have producer Ethan Beard Hair. <laughs> That's true. In a vial. Could be pubes. Mm -hmm. Who knows? You'll never know. (laughs) We got some Street Fighter giveaways. We have some Nintendo giveaways. There's going to be a bunch of cool stuff. (laughs) Jazzy's tears when we're yelling at him for playing (laughs) shitty on video games. (laughs) That's right. So, guys, we're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, We're going to have a lot of fun that week uh, celebrating our 100th episode, and we just want you to be part of it. So make sure to keep an eye out for all of that. For real. We should bottle jazzy tears and sell those we have a costco amount of jazzy tears we had to buy a warehouse for them that's right yeah well you know when you suck as bad as jazzy does at everything gaming especially the division the division like i haven't seen a worse player in the division than jazzy i don't even play the game and i know he's bad yeah it's pretty bad I haven't even seen the game, and I know. It's yeah, okay, we went. Okay. In, we went into a dark, the dark zone, which is a free for all zone, and we wa- and I watched a level one kill him. He was a level seventeen. It happened. It's real. It, the hype is real. The hype is real. <laughs> <laughs> the hype is real. And if, and if you want to see some of this amazing gameplay, you should check him out on Sundays. Okay, because he's supposed to be streaming MOBA, but guess what? He thinks he's so good at the division, he's been streaming the division instead. So, again, guys, check us out. Twitch.tv backslash BXAP Gaming. We're streaming Sundays, Mondays, and Tuesdays. Check it out. A lot of division, a lot of uh, MOBA going on. We got some Witness and uh, uh, Far Cry Primal, I think, going on right now. Now, speaking of the weekend, Jay, what did the BXAP team do this weekend, this past weekend yeah we actually got out of the studio out of the game room we put some clothes on for once and uh, decided to go to g4g or gamers for giving in ypsilanti michigan at eastern university so uh, if you're not familiar with this event it, it travels around the country and basically they raise money by setting up video game tournaments having vi- just just gaming going on at these events and uh, they raise a ton of money from companies, from individuals, all that stuff, and it all goes to uh, great causes. So 
Uh, sometimes it can be a single cause, other times it can be multiple causes. But we uh, we went and hung out uh, there. We got invited by uh, Cinch Gaming and MES uh, Sports or MES Esports. Um, so we we went out there. We got to meet Gamers Outreach, which is uh, one of the local uh, charity companies that put on a great. You know, they do a lot of great stuff in the community here in Michigan. Uh, they helped out a lot with Gamers Forgiving. Uh, one big thing that they focused on at this event was the gaming go-kart at the Children's Hospital, which is really cool. It's this portable unit that has a screen, a system. It has everything all in this unit that can just be wheeled around to any room and allows kids that are you know stuck in the hospital, healing, things like that, uh, to play video games that's neat uh you know and they showed a lot of cool um videos and everything where it's like you know you, you got some kids there that are pretty sick and uh their friends come to visit them and they wheel this thing in and, and the, you know one of the kids responsible is it's really nice you know i get to hang out and play video games with my friends and they don't focus on me and my sickness they focus about the video game and we just have fun like if i was at home that's that's gotta sort of hit home for you because that's part of your story uh with your game boy yeah, yeah, exactly. I had my, I, you know, I got my Game Boy when I was in Children's Hospital, and I was born a cleft palate. Um, I've spent, you know, my share time at Children's Hospital growing up, going through procedures to, uh, to you know, clean that that all up and, and go through everything I needed to get done. So, you know, we didn't have those things when when that was the time. I, when I had my Game Boy, I was getting yelled at by nurses because I kept setting off the IV alarm because of I was pushing the buttons too much on my Game Boy and it was causing shit to go off. So, but really cool to see. Um, you know, they're using gaming for healing and and for and, and to make sure people kids are having fun and enjoyment. So it was a really cool event. They had some of the go karts there for us to check out, and uh, yeah, it was a really cool all weekend long. <laughs> free for spectators so you wanted to come watch you could you just went in you registered they gave you a badge you walked in and you hung out um obviously you could make donations they were raffling off all sorts of cool stuff and all that money went towards uh, all these good causes as well so really fun event i'd say thousands of people over the weekend really walked through that came through so it was it was a big event it's way bigger than last year so they took the um I'm sorry, what, what center is it? It's the uh, Eastern... Convocation Center. Con- yeah, Convocation Eastern center. Michigan University. Yeah, so like we were on like their basketball like court is what it looked like. Like They, they filled the whole thing with tables, and, and it was full. Everybody, you know, bring your own computer. There, had, there were hundreds of PCs here. It was so cool, and uh, it was great to see that they've grown this this event here in michigan has grown so much so we were we were super proud to uh to be part of it and uh you know bxap made a donation uh at the donation table and we're uh we're excited to hopefully be more involved next year but yeah now you were hanging out with the the fine folks at cinch gaming yeah so uh jim from cinch gaming uh, invited us we were at his mes event he, they they kind of told us about it we hadn't we didn't know this was coming up and so he said, yeah, come on out and hang out at the booth. So we, we hung out with Jim, got to get an update on Cinch Tech, which is their up-and-coming um, new software that's coming out to honestly just shoot them to the number one pro controller maker out there because no one else is doing what Cinch is doing right now. But we're hanging out. We're getting we're getting some insider news that we're gonna, we'll break to you guys later once we got the, uh, the green light from Jim. But having a blast, and we kind of we got talking about uh, what can we do to get a slight 
sponsorship or something going here. So we, we worked it out over the weekend, and guys, we're happy to bring this to you. If you go to Cinch Gaming now, and you buy yourself a controller, you buy yourself a hat, you want to just buy yourself a case to put your controller in, whatever it is, make sure you use the code BX8B. That's right. We are officially partnered with Cinch Gaming. Uh, use the code BX8B, and you'll get 5% off whatever you order. So uh, that helps us out a ton, and it gives you guys a little bit of a break on the, on the sale. Saving the money. Yeah. So support BX8B and get yourself a little treat. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself, gaming style. But yeah, guys, seriously, check out uh, Gamers Forgiving. I think they're going to Massachusetts next, maybe, is their next big event. So you can always follow them around the, the nation, you know, and you can always donate to them if you if it's a cause that you really like. But uh, but yeah, the... Um, Gamers Forgiving. Su- Gamers Forgiving, super cool, super cool, and I'm, I can't wait to go uh, next year, but... Guys missed it. They did uh, Rocket League, League of Legends, Call of Duty, Halo. Uh, they had Counter Strike. All these different tournaments going on. It was really cool. So, so that sounds awesome. What else is new at BXAP? So BXAP, you know, we're busy guys. We're we've been working really hard, and uh, I don't. If you haven't been to the website, it's official. The shop is open. Woo! Open for business. We are open for business. That's right. So, guys, if you've seen us at the events, you've seen that we got a couple shirts going. You've seen some of the stickers, things like that. So, um, make sure that you come, you check out bxap.com and go right to the shop. I know a lot of you've been doing it because I see the traffic on the website and I felt bad because it's been saying coming soon for a while. But we have the shirts, we're making them ourselves. So, they're made with real gamer love. I think that's what we're calling Real it. Real gamer juices. That's what we're calling it, right? When we, we take Jazzy's the, tears. <laughs> when, we, Jazzy's <laughs> when we take Chris's like eight-year-olds and stuff and we have them make the shirts, that's <laughs> it's gamer love, right? Shh, don't inform the police of our child labor <laughs> laws are breaking. Yeah. No, but seriously, guys, we, we do. We make our shirts ourselves um, and we're, we're just, it's a li- if you buy a shirt and you wear it, you're supporting BXAB and you're helping us grow a little bit. So check out the new uh, MRL shirt, Mega Retro League shirt. Uh, you guys have seen that a lot. That's the, that's uh, one of our favorites. And then we have the, our Street Fighter uh, event just happened, and, you, and we created a special shirt for that that is also up on the shop, um, along with a long-sleeve MRL shirt. And we're going to be adding Chompy here soon. So Chompy, if you guys are a huge fan of our logo, he's going to be having his own shirt here soon. So uh, along with some decals hitting here, and we are working right now with a vendor for some potential patches. So if you got some cool gamer, you know, backpack and stuff, and you want to rock a BXAP patch, it's in the near future. Jay, let's say that Chopster, I wanted to lay down our ducats, our hard-earned cash, our Bitcoin, our Bitcoin. I don't think you. We I accept have Bitcoin. a lot of income <laughs> Poor invested in Bitcoin. It's yeah, that's a the wave of the future. <laughs> what what low low price could you get a snag a BXAP shirt for? How much coin? <laughs> yeah, well. Not in Bitcoin because it's dead, but... <laughs> How um, much rupee? Yeah, rupees, it's about 12 and that's $12, okay. guys. So 12 bucks, and you can get yourself a really nice uh, American Apparel style shirt. It's uh, Next Level is the brand. It's super soft. We love it. Cut just like American Apparel. We don't put it on uh, that gilded crap. Sorry if anybody uses that, but I just I don't like those shirts. So we went with a premium shirt. We're selling them for 12 bucks. 
That's it's, a steal. That's that's almost stealing it from us it at twelve dollars. I will yeah. send you those digital coins. And it is, <laughs> and it is not uh, a digital copy. You know, digital um, transfer. It is a silk screen, legit shirt. So it's going to last you guys. So if you, if you uh, if you like what we're doing and you want to support it, it's going to be a nice shirt and it's going to last you for a long time. But yeah, twelve bucks plus shipping and handling. <laughs> So. <laughs> Twelve dollars plus shipping and handling, no catch on delivery. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, there's no always a couple bucks on the shipping. So, but yeah, check it out, guys. We're we're super excited to have that launched, and uh, you know, uh, make sure to share it, share it on your social media, share it, wear it, and share it. That's right. That's our new slogan, right? No, just like not. Bitcoin, it'll be around <laughs> forever. <laughs> Bit- Bitcoin's <laughs> about to be the robo pin of this episode. <laughs> Digital never fades. Oh boy. Also, uh, new. Uh, if you guys haven't, a couple other changes for the website, real quick. If you haven't seen it, we have the events page now. So anything that we're doing publicly, like Gamers Forgiving, if you would go to our website bxab.com, you go to the events button, you will see where we're going to be and why. So you just click on the event; it'll tell you where the event is. Uh, if we have a booth or whatever, it'll tell you where it's located, and, and you know you can come hang out. Pick, we sell our shirts and stuff, obviously, right there, so you can save yourself a few bucks from shipping and handling, and uh, come yeah, hang out. Come with visit, us. get your own, you know, fresh bottle of Jazzy Tears, and <laughs> uh, yeah, be on your way. Yeah, so I mean, a couple events coming up uh, in the next couple months. Obviously, we have Motor City Comic Con that we're going to be at. Um, we're going to. Uh, well, not that you guys are going to hang out with us, but we, there's a small group of us are going to PAX East, so there's that potential that maybe you run into us, but the local stuff is what's more important, uh, and that's also where we post all of our events, like the Street Fighter tournament we had with Family Video, uh, our next one. All that, all those details will get posted right in the events page, so make sure you check it out. All right. That's uh, I'm done plugging. I think uh, we're, Good. Just, we're we, done. We're done with the show, right? That's that was a lot of plugs. <laughs> yeah, but so much happening with BXAP. We can't rob rob people of that information. It's, it's not good, right. It's, it's good information. It's good. You're now smarter for listening to this podcast. With that being said, we should probably talk mm-hmm. about some video games. No. And we're going to skip Chops because he doesn't play them anymore, but uh, Ethan, what have you been playing lately? Oh, I've had a big week of gaming, actually. Uh, played some Bro Force. Ooh. Sci-Fi AJ came in town Friday, and him and I uh, got a, an hour and a half or so into some co-op Bro Force, and I am loving that game. Now, what did he think of it? He thought it was really fun, and he kept saying, not bad for free. Not bad for free. <laughs> we ain't getting cheated, you know? <laughs> so uh, so he really enjoyed it. Uh, Broforce, if you haven't played it, it's one of the free PlayStation Plus games this month, and... It's similar. It's you know, it's a run and gun sort of game where you can unlock uh, different uh, '80s stereotype bros, and uh, you know you these little characters. And everything, the levels are like completely destructible. You blow everything up. Uh, there's blood everywhere. It's all eight bit pixelated. It's it's very fun. The gameplay is a blast, and I'm I'm actually looking forward to trying it. You can go up to four player co op, and then you can do local co op, online co op, doesn't matter. And uh, I thought I loved it. It was sweet. Also got into Galaxy which was the other free PlayStation Plus game this month. And so I wasn't feeling at first, wasn't really digging the controls, got a little bit further into it uh, and started to get a grasp for it and was enjoying it. And one thing that I hate and like about it is you have to beat five levels in a row for it to like be get to a save point. So you have to make it through five missions. Otherwise, you die one time and you're back to mission one. So it's frustrating, but at the same time, I think too many games today coddle people. So there is that level. You have to develop skill. You have to get better at it to actually move forward. So I was enjoying that. Definitely got into some Rocket League again. 
that was a blast over the weekend i played uh, resident evil revelations on the 3ds i played some donkey kong country with my fiance we had a great time doing that uh you know always a fun co-op game and i think that might actually oh and some nes remix so that rounds out uh, what i've been playing exciting now let's wow. move to someone that's clearly played on an equal level as you chops what have you been playing well, lately do we have 40 minutes for me to go over everything yes. I played? okay let me start with the first one okay i played some destiny Jay, what have you been playing? <laughs> <laughs> I played some Drunk Destiny with AJ. Okay, well... Uh, that was about it. Uh, we did some Crucible, and that was it. Fair enough. Um, so I'm going to I'm gonna start with Twilight Princess for the Wii U. I, fire, I finally got that um, and, and started to play it. So I got it at launch, but I never got a chance to actually put it in the system and play it so got that started and it feels great i, I love twilight princess it feels good to uh, to play it on the wii u uh, it's fun some of the integrations they've made with the wii u pad as far as uh like your inventory and stuff being on that second screen uh works pretty well so that's cool if you're a fan of zelda check it out did do you what's the story of it again I f- totally forgot. So it's the one where you turn into a wolf, I and I hate that. turning into a wolf. So that's why I couldn't get into the game. You didn't like the see the wolf part's fun it. to me. I don't know. I, I'm I, I'm the same way though. Where I think you like Echoes, Metroid Echoes, and, and you know how you tr- you had two different worlds that you had to go to. Yeah, I hated it. I couldn't like, and I'm a Metroid fan. I just couldn't get into that game. So like, I get where there's just a certain mechanic that you're either gonna grab it and love it, or you're gonna hate it, and it could ruin the game. Wind Waker sailing. Killed, killed that game for most people. So slow. Yeah. Um, I'm just replaying this game. Okay, I don't so, remember what the story yeah, the was. The overall story, I'm honestly... Bl- I, I don't, you do fight Ganon in it, right? You do, yeah. Absolutely, okay. absolutely yeah. But uh, I forgot... I haven't gotten to the wolf part, I, and I forgot why you become a wolf for, for the life of me. So I, I barely remember the story, but I remember that you learned different sword techniques, which yep. I really enjoyed, and then you had to fight, like, a shadow a shadow realm was, like, a big part of it, right? Where you fought, like, a shadow link? Or am I thinking... Yeah, I think that happens eventually. I started replaying I it maybe last spring, and again, I got to where you're, like, in a dungeon as a wolf, and I kept dying, and you have this dig and smell, and I was like, this is stupid. I do not want to be a wolf. I want to be a small elf boy with a sword. The, the dig and smell part is pretty shitty. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank 100%. You. Yeah, but other parts of the wolf uh, aspect, like, the bat- actually, the battling mechanics of the wolf are pretty sweet. Yes. Um, but you can kind of do that spin move and yeah. lock on to the bites. Yes, that yeah, was fun. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, and then the amiibo that comes with it is really sharp. One That's of, one really of the nice. One of the coolest amiibos I've seen yet. So, but I played some of that, um, but <laughs> mainly, I put my life into the division. So, um, I can happily say I am obsessed with the division. Uh, I've put over... 29 hours into the game already and I'm a level 20 so I haven't been pushing to try to get to the max the cap right away which is 30 at, right now but I've been having a blast with the team so it's been uh, Chris, Jazzy Jade Ape, Ape AJ um, um, who else do we have uh, our buddy Bill Braden. Uh, Braden Xander like so many people playing this game right now so you can only have a team of four, so we're running like multiple teams, and we're all in the one chat though, just having a blast. And this game is so much fun as a team. It's just, it's just fun. There's, uh, you know, yeah, there's some issues with the game, like most games nowadays. But 
you quickly forget about it because just the amount of team like this is one of the most enjoyable co-op games I've played in a long, long time. You know, it's why Destiny has held its value to me is just being able to play with friends. This is like play with friends and you need your friends to get through these missions. And playing it solo, I played, you know, um, when we had early access to this game, I played a little bit solo and it just was not that enjoyable. I, I, I don't, there's not a single player game, but a lot of fun. The, um, everything about the game is pretty, like all the different aspects of the game are pretty cool. Uh, there's some, you know, the the dark zone, which is the free-for-all zone, uh, is really unique. A lot of fun. You go in there and you're stressed out because you're tr- all you want is some gear, and then you have to try to get out with the gear before someone turns, you know. I love that aspect, that you that you don't automatically get it. You know, you, you can find this gear, but then it's your responsibility to bring it back with you. Yeah, and so, like, to clear up just a few things on it is, like, people are like, well, if I, dr- if I die, do I lose everything? And, you know, can my teammate just turn and kill me? Things like that. It works. It's a little different than what people might assume. Other groups can shoot you, and if they do, they go rogue. If they go rogue, every other group that's not rogue goes after them. So, realistically, if someone comes after you, the chances of them, if they kill you, that sucks, but if they come after you, the chances are is that they're going to be swarmed by people in a matter of seconds. Okay, so here's the idea. I'm a well-armed player. I go rogue and kill you. How easy it, easily is it for me to get out and escape? Or, like, like is there a way to... Like, in Grand Theft Auto, you have your, your police meter, and it goes away after a while. Does, like, it go away, that, that attention? Or do you have to, like, leave dark, the dark zone? You pretty much have to leave the dark zone, and it's very... I find it very difficult. And here's the thing about the dark zone. It's built up into quadrants. So, like, if you're, you know, in a level, you know, 10 through 19 then those are the people that you'll see in the dark zone. You're not going to run into a 30 that's just going to wipe everybody out. Um, but if you die and you have stuff that you picked up in the dark zone, it drops. Half of it becomes public and half of it's private. So you can get back there and some random dude could just be running down the down the way and be like, oh, cool, blue items, and just pick them up. But they'll only take half your stash. Your other half will be there. Still sucks, but you don't lose everything. Um, and... You know, that's obviously why some people turn rogue. If they think you have something good, then they're going to, you know, try to take you out. But I can tell you we've had some people go rogue, and I've only watched the rogues get just obliterated. Now, there is a way when you're in extraction, like uh, Buttonmaster Caleb was playing with some randoms, and they turned on him. Oh, really? And took his stuff. Are you kidding me? No. That's Terrible, so there, <laughs> but hilarious. Yes. So there is a way that that happens too. I haven't had that happen to myself yet, but I've been playing with well, yeah. People don't play I with know. randoms at that point. Yeah, but Hell no. It's a lot of fun, man. You just you because the best drop, the best gear in the game is in there. So you go in there because you want the good stuff, and then when you get out and you go to back to the base to like see what you got, you like feel so rewarded because you're like, yeah, man, I've busted my ass for this. Like, <laughs> I got my backpack I'm wearing right now. I died six times and ran back to my my spot of death to to keep picking it back up because I wanted that damn backpack so bad. So when I finally got it uh, extracted, it was like I beat the damn game. You know, like I couldn't wait to get back to base and actually equip it. How many times can you get stuff and extract it? Uh, well, so like example, like the game, you can only hold six items at, at the beginning. And then as you build your guy up, there's perks that give you extra slots. But you can, 
you basically get this um, contaminated bag that hangs from the back of you, and you could put six items in it, and then you got to go to an extraction zone, and a helicopter comes in, drops a line down, and you tie the bag to the line. And then, technically, that's gone. You got six open slots again, so you don't even have okay, to. Okay, so there's nothing that fills up at the base. You have a stash at the base, but it doesn't. As far as I'm aware, it doesn't have a limit like Destiny okay. does. So yeah, you just it just kind of keeps building in there. So, but uh, yeah, super fun. That that mode is a lot of bla- is a blast, and the story right now is getting really interesting. Uh, no spoilers right now because the game's new, but um, finding out what's going on with the first wave of the division is turning out to be quite interesting. That's all I'll say. And that's what I've been playing. Honestly, uh, I think I played a little bit of Pokemon on my uh, 3DS, and that's it. So Wow. Yeah. Division's taking up a lot of my time. Great game. All right. So, guys, um, check us out. Check out everything we just, the games we're um, talking about. If you're playing something that we didn't mention, let us know because... We, uh, you know, we want to know about all the games coming out. So if something new came out, we didn't say it. Maybe we haven't checked it out yet. So just chime in right on our social media, BXAB Gaming or BXAB.com. All right. What do we got, guys? What's up next? Moving, I think, into the news, right? I think so. Wow, Jazzy's not here, titles. so it's just like, you know, we're winging, we're, we're winging it. We don't have a reporter. So, guys, we're going to move into it. Here's some news. It's time to take a look at those gaming headlines here on Bit by 8-Bit. All right, guys. This week on the news, we have some pretty big stories. It's been a busy week. It has been a busy week. It's been a good week for gaming. Let's get into it. First story, Star Fox has an easy mode. And it's not just an easy mode. It's a invincible mode. Yeah, that's sad. That's <laughs> real sad. The new Star Fox game is coming out, and in this news release, we find out that they are releasing an invincible mode for your character so that you can play through the levels and understand the structure and and the way it works. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I mean, the problem with this is kind of the same problem I had with, what was it, Mega Man 10 or Mega Man 9 that had easy mode? I think it was 9. Yeah, legitimately every gap that, like, you could fall to your death was just, was was blocked off. Yeah. You just ran through the level. And you had to, like... Well, it's because then, like, 9 came out and it was super hard. True. You had all these noob kids that wanted to try the game and probably getting butt hurt because they couldn't beat it because they're not used to challenges in video games. Very true. But, um... I think this is crap, though. Yeah, this this is pretty much... This is real shitty. Because, like, if I play through... I guess there's two ways you did this. If I played through this game on Invincible mode and I get the whole story... I'm not going to play it I'm again. I'm not going to play it again. Yeah. But if you tell me that I can play through it but I don't get the ending and maybe I don't get certain things because of it... Okay. Now you've created replay value for me. But this just sounds like, hey, you can play the game and you can turn Invincible mode on or not. And it's like... That's cool. It, it makes like, me worried on what the game... Did they make the game too hard? And then they're like, well, it's too late now because we said it was going to come out this year and we can't change it, so... That's true. Uh, let's it's just pop- throw this Invincible mode in so that people can beat it? Yeah, maybe. maybe. That's very possible. Here's the other thing. Is is this Invincible mode like a game mode or is it like a toggle, like a toggle that I turn on and off? I don't know. So when I get to those spots I can't beat, I just turn it on, get through it, then I turn it back off. I don't know. I just don't like the idea <laughs> of it at all. Yeah, I don't either, but, you know, uh, in this day and age, everything has to either be unlimited continues or 
you, where you die is where you get to start again. Checkpoint City. You know, Checkpoint City, yeah. So I, I just, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of this, but I understand in this day and age why it's happening. People be lazy. All right, so next up we have Borderlands has announced that they are in full support of this, and it's going to expand the Borderlands universe where it's official we're getting a Borderlands movie. Yes. Animated? Or live action. Live action from what I was from what I saw. Um there's not a ton out on this Borderlands. It's just the idea that they're they're making a Borderlands they just, based it, movie. Well, they officially they just officially announced the movie. They haven't like given us any like solid details on the movie. Um but you being a Borderlands um being fan. a Borderlands fan, what, what do you think about this? I think it could be good. I think it'd be very much in the vein of um like a let me I don't know like smoke and aces or shoot 'em up, you know, over the top action, gunfight, John Wick maybe esque, you know, like yeah. just something real bloody, real like dead. Actually, you know what, Deadpool would be a perfect example for this what this type of movie could be like. Well, that's good because guess what? It's animated. Lionsgate is developing it, and it's a tent uh, developing. It's a tentpole movie based on the video game Borderlands with producers. Um, well, who cares about the producers? I don't even know who they are. But Borderlands, which launched in 2009, um, the game is set... To, eh, this tells me nothing. Wow. But it is a Lionsgate movie made a prior push last year onto the video games when it named Nerdist Industries CEO Peter Levin as president of Interactive Ventures and Games. So they brought in a guy from Nerdist. They said they wanted to make this game. Um it was a Friday last week. Friday announcement uh, comes less than three months before Lion Gates opens its fourth and final film of the Hunger Games, so they want to move on to something else. And that's all they give me about it, it looks like. Now, here's here's my question. Would oh, you... I'm sorry. Avi Arad. Oh, Avi Arad. Yeah, so that is kind of a big name, actually, yeah. because he, he formed... He Spider-Man, He, he founded he? Marvel Studios in 93. Yeah. So, sorry, go ahead. Well, so, so here's my question. Chops, would you rather this story um, be maybe a retelling or an expansion on maybe the story from Borderlands Two? The you know you know maybe involve Jack, maybe involve some of the hunter, the Vault Hunters that we already know. Uh, you know the whatever they are, the the Red Legion or you know whatever they're called. Or would you rather this be a separate story within the Borderlands universe? Um, Something that they could tie a new game into, maybe. I, I think that if you're going to be using Borderlands as the basis for this, it needs to be something with similar characters from the universe that people are familiar with, because then I'm not relying on the studio to create a character that would exist in the Borderlands universe. You have the source material, you have a character you can expand on, pretty much, and, and kind of to tell their own tale with it. it. It could be a reimagining of a story arc, or a specific part in the game, um, but I think it'd be—I think it would be better if they used already the materials and the characters that they had. Um, I think it'd be cool if they maybe talked about what's her, what's Jack's daughter's name, Angel. If they if they did something with Angel, I think that'd be really neat. Really, kind of turn turn the tables of like that action game, you know, using that lead female character. But I want to see something told from one of the characters' point of views. Yeah, and I just finished looking it up, but there's no details on live action or not. Okay. What What I would love is like a like a Pulp Fiction 
where you're seeing the story from different characters. Oh, that'd be cool. Because they're so. That's part of the Borderlands is you love the oh, characters. Yeah. You love the bad guys. You love the good guys. You love the goons. Like everyone is so fun. So if we had different, maybe different fault hunters telling the story, or you know, it all culminates in the big climax where they all come together at the again at the at the beginning. I mean, excuse me, at the end, that would be awesome. Now, one thing I forgot to say is that they could also be following the vein of the Tales from the Borderlands series. Mm-hmm. Now, Chris Hardwick from Nerdist was a, was a voice in that series, which they could pull that because that's more of a drama and a specific story-driven linear story. So they could be drawing something from that, and I don't know that story very well. But I know it involves Handsome Jack a little bit. Um, but a Pulp Fiction style one, that'd be sweet. That'd be a sweet movie. That'd be real cool. Okay, so uh, with that being said... You know, stay tuned for more details as this project gets uh, developed a little bit more. We'll keep we'll keep uh, up on it. But next up in the news, we have something really cool that is gonna just cr- just make Ethan lose it, and that is my pants are already off. Rocket League is getting a basketball mode. Hooping. That's right. So. Uh, they teased, uh, we had a little like uh, image leak out that it was a Rocket League picture and they had these weird, where the goals normally are, it was these weird cylinder, like almost kind of looked like nuclear volcanoes or something. They, yeah, too, they right? looked like nuclear like smokestacks, you know, and, oh, okay. the, and with, yeah, yeah. with an orange tip, you know, at the top. Just and, the tip. Yeah, and basically it's really pushing Rocket League's aerial assault because you're going to have to do a lot more in the air to get this to work. But. Um, with March Madness right, you know, right around us here and everything, they've the the creators have come out and announced a basketball mode. We don't have a ton of details on this yet. I don't think we even have an idea of when it's going to hit. The, ru- the rumors we're hoping for soon. Yeah, being I mean, that you know the tournament starts this week. Go Spartans! Uh, <laughs> had to get the plug in, but fire up uh, chips. No. <laughs> did, did they get invited to the uh, the Mac one? The, uh, the what is the NAC or? Well, they're in the MAC, but I don't know. I don't know basketball. There's the other tournament, the the Invitational. The let's just move on. Yeah, okay. I have no yeah. idea. So we don't. Yeah, sports. So, yeah, but anyways, we don't have a ton of uh, details on this yet. We know it has been confirmed by the creator, but we do not have a release date just yet. So guys, again, check it out. There's some cool images of what it's going to look like uh, on our Facebook page. But uh, as far as a release date, it's not out there yet. Stay tuned for that. But uh, pretty cool, you know. Anybody that likes Rocket League like we do, always I'm always down for some extra game modes. Jay used to like Rocket League until the Division came out, and then Jay stopped liking Listen, Rocket League. I have to get to End Game and Division, which will take me another 20 hours, and then probably I'll set it aside because there'll be nothing for me to do. And then you'll go back into Destiny, right? Until right? DLC comes out, and then right? I'll go to Destiny. Right? Good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Good. And you'll never return I'm to Rocket League. I'm not done with Destiny. You guys. You're done with Rocket League, though. I am not. No, I'm, I'm not. done with Rocket League. I never played that. <laughs> It's dope. All right. Next up, guys. Sony has come out and for some reason just wanted to let everybody know that their <laughs> uh, PlayStation VR uh, will not live up to the same graphical specs as Oculus. It's like Sony's like, just in case you were excited, <laughs> don't be. Yeah. yeah lower <laughs> expectations. It's going to cost you the co- the price of a system. <laughs> that's not going to be as good. Oculus looks great. Ours looks like shit. Uh, that's what you can expect for the price tag that we haven't told you yet. It's going to be $600. <laughs> no, there's no way. If it's $600, I will sit here on the episode that that's announced and just laugh the whole episode until I pass out. I'm going to say $600. 
No way. No way. No I'm, I'm, way. Three. I'm guessing the $300 price point. And here's the thing. If Sony wants to be successful with this, they have to have it be accessible. And the $600 price point isn't really that. That's twice the cost of the system. Yeah, it's insane. And I think that's, that's going to be part okay, of Sony's okay. success. 450 No. That's more than the PS4. Yeah, I, I, I honestly feel it's going to be at the same, if not more. With with what they've shown us already about how these the weird little mini PS4 plugs into the main PS4 to pop, like a lot of the power is, resources are coming from the system that we already own, so that should cut cost. It sh- it should, I know it should. It, I just it, I'm yeah. scared. For, I, I I think since it's early VR, it's going to be pricey for Oculus for HTC and these guys that are selling it for the computer where it's going to be more of a multi-purpose device that you know, like. The, PlayStation's coming out with this as a gaming device. It, it, that's all it is. It's going. To the, it's plugging into the PS4. So primarily, it's a gaming device that maybe you'll be able to watch movies on it. I don't know, but but in the end, it's like if you want to go blind. Yeah, it, right. <laughs> in the end, the only Feel thing like it supports boy. is the gaming system. And if you're going to put a price tag like that on it, you might as well just say dead on arrival because it's going to fail horribly. That thing has to come out at three. And if you want to shock the world. If it came out at two, I'd be blown away. If if they want to sell units, if it's at a price point that, like, let's say parents can buy, because that is still a big demographic for gaming, is the parents buying stuff for the kids, $300, I think, is the, the price point that, that's going to do it. It's not going to drive people away. Yeah, I mean that's the max. That's that's the high end. So I th- I think they'll be in some serious trouble. The closer in price they put it to the Oculus, that's just going to create more problems for them. Yep. Because so. if you're going to pay 500 bucks for the Sony one, why don't you pay, pay $600 for the piece that they've already admitted is a superior product? Yeah, exactly. All right. So next up, we have Automatron trailer released for Fallout 4. Woo-hoo! Man, I'm so excited about this. Shops, take it away. You build your own killer robots. So in the trailer, they just show these massive machines that literally they they're customizable in all sorts of ways which is cool um but I, you know you see ones that have turrets that punch they showed a robot that literally like jumped up and baraka baraka stabbed somebody in the chest so this is like robo pit 3 it's amazing it's robo pit <laughs> cream dream that's what it is cream dream uh, <laughs> it is it is robo pit and fallout and i'm just loving it there is an actual story of like I think there's like a, ro- a robot that goes like crazy and starts creating a robot army, and you're going in there infiltrating and like building your own to go against them. Oh, I'm so excited about it! Sounds it looks pretty cool. So cool. Yeah, I don't know. Have they given us a release date on this yet, or is it just a trailer? Um, well, is, yeah, they, they is, gave is, a release date out back when they teased all those. Yeah. Uh, like the month they released the month that it's coming out, but not the day. Is that part of the now more expensive season pass? Yes. So if you were dumb and you didn't buy the season pass. <laughs> Before they raise the price, Ethan, we're done. you're going to have to pay for the price. I don't uh, even own price. Fallout 4, so... You're real dumb, man. Because <laughs> I'm an idiot. You, you can't build your own killer robot. You can't even get RoboPit. Listen, let's leave and go play RoboPit. See, I'm less <laughs> concerned with building killer robots as I am with wielding the power of a great white shark and devouring humans. Or um, no. We've already had this debate. You would rather wield the power of a great bear. Than a great way. Well, if that was a if there was a game like that was bear the game, uh, I'd flush my life down the toilet for that game. How about this? Let's make a game called Ethan the Spirit Animal, and it's just a game where you transform into 
different animals that you feel you have a connection with, and you do crazy animal-based things with the, as that creature. The first game from BXAB Studios needs to be Ethan's Spirit Animal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's also really concerned about driving giant uh, trucks that hit uh, basketballs slash soccer balls into goals and nets. Well, that could be an animal. And hoops. Ooh, ooh. Shark skin. The whole game is like like a Mario game, like Mario Sonic at the Olympics, where there's all these sports, but it's all different animals playing the sports. And the shark is eats everything. And the shark goes to play tennis, but he can't because he's out of water. He just dies flopping <laughs> on the court. <laughs> it's real morbid. It's real wow. sad. Okay, well. Okay, that got out of hand. All right. So yeah, that's coming up. I'm uh, so excited. Yeah. And they released the trailer, so check the trailer out Ugh. again on our Facebook page, so... All right, guys, and then the, the the big news, the big news that dropped, that kind of got uh, honestly overhyped in a way, and we're gonna we're gonna calm it from down here. Terrible reporting. Yeah, just horrible reporting from the Verge and from I honestly everywhere I read it, I was just yeah. kind of like, you guys are just clickbaiting this shit. So here we go. Microsoft cross network play dropped, starting uh, with Rocket League. What does that mean? So Microsoft came out and they said. You will be able to play games on the Xbox with other people on other consoles oh my God. and PC. Atari? No. Oh. Coleco? No. no. Virtual uh, Boy. <laughs> no. Um, Wait, speaking of Coleco, they officially announced that Coleco Chameleon is dead this they week. They did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Failed. Uh, it's did. complete garbage. Yep. I loved it. I was like, uh, long live the Jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, so yeah, guys, let's clarify this. What everyone's reporting is that you're going to be able to play Rocket League oh, yes, yes, on yes. Xbox One and PS4 in, each other. In the titles and in the very first paragraph, they say Microsoft and PS4 Rocket League compatibility. Yeah. But if you... If you... Now... Some of these articles, they don't clarify they, it. They don't clarify it. And if you're a dummy and you just read one story and not try to get the whole view, then you're going to be sadly disappointed... On the fourteenth of this month, which is yesterday, because you will not be able to do that. It is not actually. It's completely false. All right, so currently. let's give you let's give you the hardcore facts here. Hardcore facts. They have announced that they're going to do cross-platform against the Xbox One and the PC. Correct. Fact. And it's going to start with Rocket League. Fact. But. Beyond that, it comes down to the developer if they want to use this system or not. Fact! So if you want to have, I don't know, Rainbow Six Siege played, it comes down to Ubisoft if they are going to allow it or not. Fact! Some of this is going to be concerning because, like first-person shooters, there is a clear advantage with a mouse and keyboard versus a controller, so it's going to be... Some of the stuff people will do, some of it I don't think you'll see. Fact. <laughs> what does this mean for PS4, though, guys? It basically means this. You're screwed. If Sony, or, yeah, let's put it this way. If Sony decides they want to be involved in this, Microsoft has said they are more than welcome. That is, <laughs> that's where we're at right now. That's it. Sony hasn't said a damn thing about this. So what I brought up earlier when we were discussing this fact off air is it sounds like it's Microsoft like, oh, no, no one has an Xbox. We better find a way that people who own our Xbox can play with other people. Let's sort of start throwing the feelers out there like, hey, Sony, I know you you want a little piece of this action. I have an Xbox. And how often do you play it? Uh, I can't tell you the last time I turned it on. Yeah. I don't even watch movies on it anymore. But I will say this. There's 20 million units out there, which is half It's half of what what's PlayStation has. 
what Xbox is trying to do is they're trying to merge the markets. Trying to make that money. Yeah, they've, they've, they've lost this generation as far as when it comes to console numbers. There's no catching these yep. numbers, okay? So you accept that, and then you go, okay, what can we do to try to level the playing field? Hey, if we can get them to jump on board, we make competitive gaming just go across the board. Well, well and, and it's specific to Windows 10-based stuff, right? It is, so yeah. it's only Windows 10, Xbox, Windows 10, PC? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, your latest your latest Xbox so, One version. So you have to have a new PC or a new, and a new Xbox or other to play against someone with a new PC or new Xbox. Um, it's starting out with just Rocket League, but this could potentially grow so that you know you can create more software sales, like you're saying, and try to catch up some of your back end loss. Yeah. It's 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 definitely a back end loss type feel to this to this play but I would also say that a lot of your Microsoft exclusive titles are going to go down this alley you're oh, going to yeah, see 100%. Gears of War all of a sudden and Halo all of a sudden have this you know cross platform PC to Xbox but again those competitive type gaming how do you keep it fair when a keyboard mouse has such it still has advantages to this, to this day over a console controller? Right. So I don't I don't know. Like it's weird. Introducing the Xbox mouse. I could see oh, Yeah, right? No. I could see Rocket League working very well. Mm-hmm. Rocket League is cool. Now now you have that many more people that you could play against. And if and if for some reason Sony wanted to jump on board, really cool. Um I would love to see <laughs> If Bungie jumped on board and Destiny became one giant just community, like that, not only, okay, here's the other thing that Microsoft is banking on. Okay, so uh, Bungie has 5 million people over here, 9 million people over here, now they have 14 million people. Like, you know, like it's, it become they get one pool instead Your of- subscriber base yeah. is one instead yeah. of separated by the devices you're playing Right, on. and now because you've released your game and anybody can play with anybody, you're not worried about, well, maybe I make, maybe I go to PlayStation because they have more systems than Xbox does. No, now as a developer, I just give it out and I say everybody can play with everybody. It helps me as a developer sell more copies. I, again, uh, it, and I'm it, worried about this because you have your your PC games that a lot of modding happens. So where do you regulate that? You know, Fallout Four has mm. a ton of mods that are coming out for it, and even if they bring when they bring out the mods for both the consoles, it's a different level of modding that you can do. You know, there, there's a lot of programming involved in this that's scary. That that for me, I don't think you're going to see a lot of people jump on the board for this. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know how well it's gonna do, but I can tell you, it's a very interesting move. On it, it's a very it's different. A risky it's a very different thing. move than Microsoft has made in the past. This is a very opposite direction than yes. what Microsoft has tried to do. I like, I like it, but it it is it could really shake up the world of gaming. Well, I mean, it could if if people jumped in on this and said, "Yeah, let's do it," the whole world of Xbox is better than PS4. PS4 is better than Xbox. PC is the fucking ruler of everything. Like, it wouldn't matter anymore. Well, not necessarily. Prove it on the battlefield. Th- I was going to say, the competition value of that is going to go up. Exactly. But didn't they also release something in there about this helping old Xbox 360 indie games, too? Well, yeah. They came out and they said something about um, mono, mono Game, uh, which is a new platform that they're using um, to... Help bring over the indie games from the past, uh, like on the 360, 
and be able to get them over to the Xbox One because everybody's been wondering. We've been getting all the arcade games and everything mm-hmm. that we bought back on the 360, but nobody that bought in the indie stuff could get it over, and it was because of how it was coded back then isn't supported here. So they came out with this thing called Mono Game that uh, is supposedly going to help bring that over to the Xbox One, and uh, and on top of people that like a PS4 exclusive called Axiom Verge, which is a Metroidvania game. Uh, great game, by the way. It's going to allow that company to just basically take their game coded the way it is, throw it into that program, and it'll run on the Xbox One. So They don't have to take the time to reprogram their game. So with the move of all these 360 titles getting released over the last month or two, the move of bridging the gap between Xbox and PC and potentially PS4, and with the move of this porting indie games from the back end into the current-gen system... Does that not scare you a little bit? Like, I, I like the idea that they're, they're they're bringing a lot of their resources back to the to the forefront. Do you mean does it scare like, me from like a Sony Sony aspect? Well, that or like the stuff that they're coming out with in the future. They're also investing a lot of money and, and time in bringing back stuff people have already played. Uh-huh. And and I'm wondering if, if does that scare you with the future of the Xbox One currently with the idea of how they're, you know, are these new IPs that they're coming out with maybe are they trying to pad them, you know, pad them with these old releases, trying to maybe get more content because there's not as many consoles sold, so they're not people as not as hyped. Like, it's it's interesting to see the same moves but in different different ways happen over the last few months. I mean, I definitely think you should be worried uh, from multiple aspects, but the one, the last one that you just brought up where is Xbox just trying to buy time because they have nothing new coming out? It really feels that way with all of the... De- like, they got hit bad with their delays. Recore's delayed. Scalebound's delayed. We don't have a date for, uh, for Gears of War. Halo 5... I mean, it's being played competitively, but in my opinion, it's, it fell flat on its face. What else do you have? You have a you have a Forza Titanfall game, Titanfall Two, which is an exclusive, right? So it also Her- isn't officially announced yet, right? Horizon? It's not. No, it leaked. Horizon Zero Dawn is that an Xbox? Exclusive? That's a PlayStation exclusive. PlayStation that's exclusive. Okay. that's yeah, that's Killzone guys. Oh, I forgot about that game. Oh, yeah. We even talked about that. So one. like, yeah, that, like I'm hoping some big news for E3 it, on that one. Is it is it is this risk at all or, or nothing for Microsoft? You know, I mean, like wh- I don't think it's that. Dire. No, but like, like they're, think, they're investing yeah. a lot of money in this old stuff. Like that's a lot, I think, to develop a whole yeah. new program. To I reintroduce think the old indie. indie games. If you want my opinion on the indie stuff, is that they actually had a lot of players, a lot of fan base that own Xbox Ones request this. Okay. And what I've seen Xbox do is that they, you know, they they started off they started off real shitty and uh, weren't listening to their fans. Right. They pulled in a new CEO. They they rearranged a lot of shit, and now and then they built a whole department that is, what don't you like about Xbox? What would you like to see? And they're listening, and that's what they're doing. So people said we'd love to be able to play 360 games on our system. Boom, we have it now. People say why can't? How come I get my arcade games, but I don't get my indie games? Well, now we're working on it. So. Kudos to them for the fact that they're listening to their right. fan base. If this is what their fan base wants, then give it to them. Right. Because they're the only ones that bought your shit so far. Don't worry about the people, you know, like, yeah, you need to worry about how you're going to sell more systems, which is going to be with Gears of War. It's going to be with Scalebound. It's going to be with these games that I can't get on any other system. 
But one thing you're also doing is how come every exclusive game that's coming out on the Xbox all of a sudden is Xbox and PC? Quantum Break was supposed to be Xbox One exclusive. Now it's Xbox One and PC. You know, like, I just, I, I'm a little leery of that. And is it because they don't have the faith of their on their system as far as, know. like, we're going to put our big game that we've spent all this money on on this system only, but they don't trust it, so they're going to also put it on the PC. Just a little, little weird to me. It's just, it, there seems to be a lot of shakiness with the Xbox One so far. Just a lot of like, we wanted it to be this all in one system and do all these great things and have all these cool games that come out, but then they don't execute it well. Yeah. Um, so, like, No Man's Sky, is that coming out for the Xbox? No, No Man's no. Sky is another That's exclusive. That's another PS4 exclusive. So, your biggest attention grabbers right now, majority of them are PlayStation exclusives. Absolutely. Zero Dawn, No Man's Sky, it's only gonna Uncharted. Get, it's only going to get worse because of the gap now. Right, right. When you're talking 20 to 40. And I'm a developer. Well, you're going to go 40. I'm going to go 40 because I'm going to get a better... Or I'm going to do both. And and right now, the yes. issue is I have to code for both. Yes, you have to do differently. If you make my life easier where it's not as difficult... If I'm going to code for Sony, and I'm going to be honest with you, if I was going to code, I'd code for Sony. And then you told me all I do is, is dump my code into this program and it's supposed to allow me to easier... Make it easier for me to post onto Microsoft Store. Then I'd do both because then I'd have 60, right? I'd want as much as I can get. But... In the end, if I'm gonna, if I have to redesign my whole game because of your coding system, then is is it worth it? Because you're half what I have over here, right? And on top of it, if you're a big, if you're well, if you're a big developer like No Man's Sky or any of those companies, then then you're talking. Sony probably bought probably bought exclusive rights to you. Well, and maybe that's why they're focusing on P, on PC that cross network play. You know, they understand that they're not able to get the reach that they wanted to with the Xbox. So they're they're going to be combining their forces and making things pl- compatible with the PC, so you can at least make up some of that that you're not getting from Sony. So yeah, absolutely. We'll see how this folds out. Um, you know, it's an interesting move by Microsoft, and we'll see if Sony what Sony does. What is Sony's response to it? They got to respond right, to it. Right. They have to do something. You they know, can't just let it sit there. Like right. you know, the ball's in their court. Yeah. So point. I want to see what they do. Um, stay tuned for on our on our social media. We'll, we'll any any new breaking news on this subject. We will make sure to uh, to get that out there. So, all right, guys, that's been the news. Um, one small little news piece, personally for me, is today Platinum Games released a, a date for Turtles: Mutants in Manhattan. That's the new cell shaded badass looking Turtles game, May twenty fourth. That's fast may or march may 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 i can't wait wow Uh, if you guys haven't seen the trailer for this game go to our facebook page we have it on there that game is so cool looking it's retro turtles it looks legit four player online co-op and if it plays anything like the uh, transformers devastation that we got last year um which was a blast then we're gonna have a, a hell of a fun time with this one as well so but uh yeah so that got that got a release date all right, guys, it's been your news. You can check out all of our articles on Facebook, Twitter, uh, and social media, BX8B Gaming. So make sure you check it out. If you got any questions, let us know. We are happy to answer them. Boom. Boom. Fact. But now it's time to get into the real important stuff where we answer your questions. It's time to get into some emails. You write them. We read them. It's time for emails on Bit by 8-Bit. 
All right, guys, so emails here. Just so you know, you send in your questions to info at bxab.com. We answer them for you. We give you a shout-out, and we love you for it. So first up, let's give a shout-out to Brayden. Brayden. Thanks, Invalid. Yeah, there you go. What's up, Brayden? Uh, he wants to say, I am a level 16 in the division now, and I'm still running a lower-level M4 and a Scar H that I just cannot part with. I know you guys have been playing the division, uh, albeit without me. So so I had to ask, what is the weapon that has become uh, unrivaled in your arsenal and why? Um, and are you all as mad as I am that I can't freaking run into my boo? What the shit? Uh, I've been in the dark zone and they touched me, Brayden. <laughs> I think you should call the police if that happens. Yeah. All right. So I'll answer this one because the other two guys probably have no uh, comment on this. No, I'll, I'll answer first. Okay. So my my favorite gun is the one that shoots bullets the fastest, um, does and the most, most accurate. damage, and is the most accurate. Um, yeah. While maintaining a steady defense for myself, the offense is, is very well put together. It's the Mita tool, right? So I prefer the Thorn. <laughs> But, you know, that's just me. I've been liking the clob. I like yes. dual-wielding the clobs. They're a little that's bit accurate, good. but yeah. they, they shoot My fast. secondary is uh, throwing my gun turret briefcase out in the middle of the field. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, on a real <laughs> note, though, the uh, the, goat, the scars the scars are, are fantastic, Braden. So um, even if your scars are a little underrated, I can tell you that what's happened is every time I've gotten a higher scar, it's just taken over for its place. So I'm rocking uh, a scar each still. Love it. And then I'm I'm using a SOCOM uh, marksman weapon. Uh, love that gun. If you pick up a SOCOM, uh, that marksman uh, gun is is fantastic. Throw some mods on it, and it is. I think I'm hitting like 15k headshots right now, and I love it. So. Yeah, yeah, 15k. But uh, you know, and, and yes, we have been playing without you. We are we, you you, uh, you definitely need to join the chat and talk with us because. So many of us are playing this game right now that we're actually breaking off into teams and playing. So if you want to be involved, you most definitely can. It's just we we have we have more than four people. We generally have seven eight people going. So um, make sure you uh, reach out to us and we will get you involved with the BXAP squads. So if I get the game, who do I push out of the team? Uh, Jazzy for okay. sure. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. That might well, that might be my motivation. Then if I get the game. I imagine I don't get to push anyone out. I would then have to just join a team with Jazzy. <laughs> no, 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 no. We wouldn't do that to you. We wouldn't do that to you. Jazzy has to live by himself once he gets pushed out. So we'd uh, we'd have to push somebody else out. Maybe, um, I don't know, since they like to team up and think that they both get ran over by the bus, Chris would be the next one out. Yeah, yeah that'd be yeah. good. Yeah, since Chris has decided to team up with, with, with shitty Jazzy, um, then, you know what, Chris? I loved you, but you chose the wrong side. And now you will be treated like Jazzy. You are the second one out for Ethan. I'm sorry, but that's just the way the cookie crumbles. You're fired. You're, you're, you're fired. Don't do that. It's not even good. You anymore. are the weakest link. <laughs> there, we, there we go. Chris, you have almost no fear of being kicked off because I don't plan on buying the division anytime soon. Yeah. And oh. Jazzy, watch your back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like that. All right. So um, thanks for the question, Brayden. Um, next up, we have. Do, 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 do. Do, we have do, 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 do. Jazzy. Oh, from the grave. That's right. So we just got, 
We just got done talking shit about Jazzy. Let's see. Question for the podcast. Do you guys have any tips or tricks to get the woodchucks that power the internet at my house to run faster? Steroids. Mm, yeah. Cocaine. Speed. Sex sell. So I would hang a nudie mag Ooh, of, uh, dick pics. Of, of naked woodchucks. Like it. In front of the wheel. Like or it. threaten Give them. them. Hang a woodchuck by its neck and say, if you don't run faster, you'll join them. That's <laughs> right. There you go. That's dark. Fear. Yeah, fear tactics. Fear mongering. Okay, Trump. That sounds good. <laughs> um, P.S. I love all the woodchucks. I think they're great, but they're going to work for free. <laughs> well, we don't want any of those lazy woodchucks. Yeah. And they're going to build gonna deport, a wall. I'm going to deport, really tall I'm gonna deport wall. the gray woodchucks. You know, they're taken away from the brown woodchucks. And they're really rapists. <laughs> <laughs> These hardworking beavers are going to build a wall. <laughs> okay, guys. P.S., though. I'm fucking amazing at the division. Get oh, on geez. my level. Okay. Well, With that statement, J- <laughs> Chops, welcome to the team. Do I get his I'm going to buy your copy oh, for you. I'll just take his. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> All right. Um, Is hey, it upstairs? Can I just go steal it? Yeah. But actually, unfortunately, right now it's not. <sighs> He's so obsessed with this game, he actually took his system from the house. I'm really oh, proud wow. of him for that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys have a, a fight? Yeah. Mm. Did yeah. he have to put the water wheel spinning so he could get his internet going? Exactly. Yeah. He had to. He had to crank that bitch. So, um, guys, we're gonna keep it short on questions uh. this week. So, anybody that we didn't get to, we will. Uh, we, actually, you know what? I lied. I'm gonna do one more from from someone that I think we missed a while back. Yeah, I'm gonna do one more because I feel like a piece of shit, and he asked a great question. Here it is, Scott Shaw. Yes, chiming in. Uh, we missed his question last week, and we're going to get it out of the way this week. Hey, guys, when was the last time you played a game that you were surprised in a good way? Maybe you took a chance on a game and it paid off. I recently picked up Steins Gate. Uh, don't ask about the semicolon. No one knows what the hell is going on there. For the Vita, not really knowing a whole lot about it. And holy shit, was it good. If you're into visual novels and or anime, pick this up and prepare for some time travel mind fuckery. Goes to show you, you can't always judge a game by its box art, or in this case, its title. Thanks and game on, Scott. So, um, a game I was surprised by. Hmm. I really liked uh, Valiant Hearts when it came out. I was really surprised at how compelling that was. In Dying, or not Dying Light, um, uh... Uh, crap. What was the one with the light in the title? Oh, uh, Child of Child Light. Light. Yeah. Child of Light. I yeah, really yeah. enjoyed that game. Yeah. Um, I mean, this one, it, it did really well, but I was surprised by it because I had no interest in the other entries of this game. Street Fighter Five. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hot pile of garbage, as you would call it. Um, no, it was Bloodborne. Oh, yeah. I yeah. really, really enjoyed Bloodborne, and I didn't think... I wasn't sure on the game because Dark Souls didn't really appeal to me. Uh, on the for, for one reason, the difficulty level, and for another reason, I just wasn't sure about you know the overall gameplay. And I, I loved Bloodborne, and so then because of it, I went and tried Dark Souls, and I came back to Bloodborne. Good, good, I really good. liked Bloodborne, so that was, that, was a, that was a nice surprise for me. I've got one I think Ethan will agree on, that horror game. Um... Uh, Evil Within. Yeah. No, not Evil Within. No. Um, that's based off like a slasher film. Outbreak. The, the, no, the uh, Until Dawn. Until Dawn. Oh, Until Dawn. Absolutely. You played it, right, Ethan? I no. did not. Oh, I thought you did play it. No, okay. Jazzy played it. Jazzy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Until, yeah. Until Dawn. Fantastic game that you really weren't sure about be- at all. Yeah. Um, 
That game was there. Yeah, that's a if you're into that style, you have to play that game. Mm-hmm. That game is sweet. Yeah. Uh, shit, I forgot all about. I forget about that game, but the second you say it, you're like, oh, oh man, yeah, I loved it. It was like watching a movie. That's what it was. It was one of those one of those games that got you so into it. It was like mm-hmm. literally watching a slasher movie. So, good good call. What about you, Ethan? Did you? I'm trying to think because we've talked about this before that since I buy so many of my games after the fact. I so rarely take like a real risk, and a lot of times if I am taking a risk, it's like a two or three dollar game uh, on on download or something. I'm trying to think of the last time I spent like a substantial amount of cash on something that would have been a risk and panned out for me. I think one that panned out for you is more recent, and it's Rocket League. That's true. I mean, I had a lot of high expectations for it because everyone said how good it was, and yeah, I waited for it to go on sale, and I dropped the twelve bucks, and it's. You know, I, I I know I mentioned at the top of the show all these different games they've played, but primarily if I'm sitting down at my PS4, it's been mostly Rocket League if I'm just chilling by myself. Yeah, and I think now that you've played it, if that game was twenty bucks, you'd pay twenty bucks for it. Absolutely. Yeah. The the fun that I've had on it for the last two weeks now has has been a blast and I look forward to continuing to play it. Because I don't know, I can just keep playing it. I just don't have a reason to stop. It's an easy game to pick up, play a match, sit down, and at the same time if you want to sit down for a few hours and play games, you can also do that. So that's I think that's why that game works so well. Where like other games, you have to invest, you have to set aside time to really play, sit down and get into certain games. Like League of Legends, as as simplistic of a game as that is, match per you know match by match, a match can go a whole hour, just one match. So you know now have to know, hey, if I start this, there's a potential that an hour and a half later I might still be in the same match. So, like, where when you pick up Rocket League, just like if you pick up a mobile game, it's like, cool, I can play a round, I can play a match, and then I can go do work if I need to, or I can play 17 matches in a row. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. Pick it up, play a couple yeah. rounds before dinner or something like that. That's only a 10-minute time commitment, you yeah, know? Exactly. Five-minute rounds. So. Yeah, that's a big thing for me, at least. Well, it wasn't a big financial risk because it was 12 bucks, but uh, it, it was a good one. Well, he doesn't say financial. He just says, you know... It was a risk. Yeah, it was a risk. So I, I, you know, I risked buying it to play it with my friend, and then him bail on me for a newer, flashier, bigger game. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! I knew oh it God. wasn't a risk. I knew that was going to happen. I will be Ooh, back. Burn. I will be back. Fact. <laughs> Fact. Listen, you call me up and you say, "Hey, I want to play Bro Force." I, I and I'm like, eh, "I'm going to play Division." You call me up and say, "Hey, I need you to play some Rocket League with me." I'll be there. Okay. You'd be like, eh, after I finish Division. No. Have you even played Bro Force yet? No. You gotta play Bro I know. Force. Hey, guess what? I gotta download it. It'll be there eventually. Forever. <laughs> um, we had we had a question come in right when we finished this, and I think we need to tackle it. So no, let's, yeah, I'm farting. We we're have done. to. And then we're going to close this out. But uh, here we go. my gas input. Will the Wii U be the first Nintendo system not to receive an exclusive Zelda game? Who asked this question? This is from Retro Mike. Retro he also says, I was holding out on buying a system so I could get the inevitable limited edition Zelda system. Now it looks like Zelda will be both on the NX and the Wii U. I want a Wii U, but can't bring myself to buy one knowing there is a price drop around the corner. Should I hold out? Yes. Hold out. Absolutely. Hold your money. Here's the thing. You don't have to hold out that long because I predict that at E3 this July, when the NX gets dropped... You will instantly get a Wii U drop even before the NX comes out because yep. because the second you announce a new system, the old system takes a shit, and 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 even if Nintendo says we're going to develop for both of them for the next five years, it doesn't ma- it doesn't matter because you just announced that there's a successor. 
If you believed in the Wii U, you wouldn't have announced your successor this year. So I believe you have a drop coming this summer and, uh, and definitely worth holding out. And as far as do I think this is going to be the first one? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Because the GameCube had Wind Waker. The we had uh, Skyward, Sword. Skyward Sword, and they shared Twilight Princess. But this this generation is shortened because of its failures uh, and piss poor marketing and just bad just bad business running. You're not counting Hyrulean Warriors? No, because it's not. That's not. No, no, no. I'm not even gonna explain why. No, it's just no. <laughs> I got Chop's shaking his head over here. I'm good. I'm covered. On we that should one. end the show now. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, I do. I do think this will be the first Nintendo uh, system not to have an exclusive Zelda, and that's pretty disappointing. But as long as I get a new Zelda here, no, 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 I don't care that it's not exclusive because I want a good Zelda game. That's true. And if that's the difference between getting a good Zelda game and not getting a good Zelda game, I will wait. I also don't want uh, Zelda U, whatever we're gonna call it right now. Zelda NX now is what they're calling it. I don't want it to be watered down on the NX because yeah. because it's on both systems, though. You know, I want. I want, all Ze- the content. I want that Zelda to push the NX. I don't want it to be a, a bitch game yes. that, that could play on both systems. It's not Wii Sports. Right. So that so that scares me too, but we'll see. We'll see. Thanks for the question, Mike. I um I like it for sure. And I would definitely hold out on the Wii U. Uh price drop is coming. It's coming, man. For sure. Alright, guys. Well, I think it's time to wrap it up. That's been uh, episode 96 of the BXAB podcast, and we just want to remind everybody, you can check out the BXAB podcast and The Legend of Retro every Tuesday and Thursday on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, and BXAB.com. And speaking of The Legend of Retro, not... On Thursday's episode, but the next week, that's episode 11 of The Legend of Retro, we want your help. Because similar to how we did the uh, top 32 Pokemon in a tournament, we're celebrating March Madness on The Legend of Retro here at BX8B.com, where we are going to vote for our favorite books, because it's reading month. I don't know how to read. Damn it. <laughs> favorite original Nintendo game, favorite NES game. We want you to chime in across all our social medias. You can send it into email, info at bxap.com. Send that in. We want to know what's your favorite, what do you think is the best NES game, and we're going to factor that into our top 32. We're going to start off with and whittle it down. We're going to have a great time arguing with each other about that. So it's not on Thursday's episode, episode 10, episode 11 next week, Legend of Retro. It's NES Madness. That's right, guys. We're really pumped for this one. So make sure you get your entries in. We're going to be pushing our entries, and we're going to have a fucking awesome bracket. Wall Street Kid. Boom. <laughs> oh, dear God. Um, guys, let's Yo, also Nord. not forget... <laughs> let's also not forget to, to check us out. Social media, BXAP Gaming, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, uh, Twitch. Make sure you check us out. If you're listening to this episode... On, on its launch day, Tuesday, that means you can check out myself streaming on twitch.tv backslash bxabgaming tonight. That's right, around 8 p.m. you're going to see the stream launch. We're going to be probably streaming some, uh, if Ethan's with me, we might be doing some Rocket League. If not, then we might I might be doing The, the Witness. So uh, check us out streaming every Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday on Twitch. So uh, check that out. But uh, other than that, guys, remember... We got episode 100 coming up. It is four weeks away. 100. The 100. Centennial. Hitting triple right? digits, all thanks to you guys. Um, and we're going to have a bunch of cool little uh, specials on our social media, on our website. So make sure to stay tuned. If you're not following us, get there. BXAP Gaming. Click that follow. Click that like. 
Click that poopy emoji. I don't care. Show us some love. Give us the love. All right. Guys, we want to thank DetroitBeardCollective.com for sponsoring the podcast. You guys rock. Go to DetroitBeardCollective.com. Use the code BXAB, and you will get 20% off your order of $25 or more. Do it because your face deserves it. All right, guys. That's been it. We'll see you next week. And as always, game Game on. on! Fact!